on this episode some real-world examples of issues in dealing with taxes. Thank you for tuning in to Tax Justice Warriors. Welcome to Tax Justice Warriors, the podcast that celebrates the work of low-income taxpayer clinics, focuses on tax controversy work, and looks at related issues in tax news. I'm your host, William Schmidt, the director of the Low-Income Taxpayer Clinic at Kansas Legal Services. This episode may be a shorter one, but I was trying to think of a novel episode to go over, and what I came up with was sharing some issues that can have some unintended consequences regarding tax problems. That there is one client who is contacting me where her ex-husband is claiming the son who she lived with for the entire year. Well, last year, she paper filed her 2019 tax return and still does not have a refund. So that means this year, if she files electronically, potentially he has already filed. So that would block her in her filing, causing a need for her to paper file once again. Well, that means that by doing that, she will potentially get another delayed refund, or one suggestion I had was to file her tax return without claiming her son, and then to later amend to include him, though if she was doing that electronically, that may again cause a delay, which is frustrating because she is only trying to file a true, correct tax return, but what may be the result is that both parents may be under examination by the IRS where she will have to submit proof to them and go through the process to get her correct tax return approved and fully get her refund. I want to also tell you about another recent case where I was discussing with a client that she is also diverse also divorced from her husband, that they have joint liability from when they were married, but her ex-husband does not have enough withholding taken out from his current employer, so he winds up owing on year after year. They have been on a installment agreement that has been direct withdrawal from her bank account, and she says that they have been adding in his separate liability to their installment payments, that those would cause him to, that those would cause them to have a default in their payments and then get added in. I'm not completely sure if she is correct on that, but it certainly causes issues for her in getting everything straightened out, but to add an extra layer that she is still in the marital home, both of them are on the title, so certainly any of their debt, most likely due to her ex-husband, keeps getting applied to the house that maybe there was a one-time lien 
and the additional years do not keep getting added in, but there is the possibility for the IRS to renew liens when it comes to the ex-husband to their house. So that certainly causes a dilemma for us when it comes to talking through collection alternatives, as it sounds like she does not fit into the currently not collectible category and so could potentially continue with those installment agreements, but there are some issues there. And there is a question of doing an offer and compromise as if she does that separately, that does not completely address the lien issues. And if they do that jointly, the ex-husband continues to have tax liability issues, so could not stay in compliance for the later five years when it comes to his tax liability. That there is definitely the issue of selling the marital home, whether that would extinguish the IRS liability, but that is certainly a drastic measure to take and not necessarily my advice on what to do for them. So not necessarily great options. Feel free to follow up with me if you do have advice, but these are certainly some of the issues that can pop up within tax controversy. They can create problems for clients that they may not have intent to cause any issues with the IRS, but that is certainly some of the results that, based on who a person married, that can lead them down a difficult path with the IRS to get everything resolved. So it certainly helps to have someone knowledgeable in taxes to consult with, but even for the tax experts, there are situations that can be tricky for us. Certainly with the stimulus payments or economic impact payments, it is a good question on why certain people still have not received those payments, that they have not categorically been denied for receiving payments. So for some of them, the option is to try for a recovery rebate credit on the tax return. But even then, those are not good answers. So this can still cause problems in where to go with the IRS. And as the tax season progresses, I hope that you are finding easy answers and that things have been smooth sailing for you with the tax season. I know that is certainly not always the case, but I do wish you having things go well within the tax season. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors, and take care. Thank you for listening to Tax Justice Warriors. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support this podcast. Providing monetary support for this podcast helps with expenses like equipment or travel to tax conferences. Supporting this podcast through Patreon comes with rewards, so check out our Patreon page. Please rate or review this podcast because positive reviews help get more people to know this podcast exists. The views expressed on this podcast are not official opinions of the IRS, the Low Income Taxpayer Clinic Program, or the employers of the people who spoke on this program. 
Your tax situation is unique, so do not take the statements on this program as tax or legal advice. Consult with your own tax professional to provide you with specific advice on your situation. Tune in next time on Tax Justice Warriors for another interesting tax discussion.